Well, welcome to the celebration of life for Al Fiola. For a lot of you that don't know, I'm Mark Pavlovich, along with my partner, Corey Nalen. We're at this celebration today to talk about Al Fiola, Al Fiola, and everything he's accomplished and the type of man he was. And the best way to discover that is to have people around you that knew Al Fiola for many, many years. And I've got Harry Schmidt and Ron with me, both that played at Fullerton College, 63-64, That's none of our ages. Those are the years that they played. It'd be nice if we were all that young. So, gentlemen, it's a pleasure to have you here at the table and uh, to be here to talk about a man and, and, and not mourn that he's passed away, but be delighted that we all got to know him and to celebrate the years with you. I'm going to let you introduce yourself so that I don't call the wrong person the wrong thing. Okay. I'm Ron Ogle, 1962-63 Hornet. And Harry Schmidt, 1963-64. So, gentlemen, when we talk about Fullerton College, I always will bring this up where our season starts. In the days that you played, there were basically two types of football in our area of Orange County. There was Van Orbach over at Anaheim High School, and then there was Hal Sherbeck and the Fullerton College years over at Fullerton College. Beyond that, there was really no football in Orange County. So I'm going to start with, where did you go to high school at, and what did bring you to Fullerton College? I went to Southgate High School, L.A. Unified. In those days, in if you go to JC and you live there, you could only go to two schools. That was Compton and East L.A. I had my cousin lived out, in, his aunt lived out in Fullerton. He said, why don't you come out here and try to play? Well, I didn't play football for two years, but then I came in 62, and uh, it was a heck of a deal because I knew those other programs weren't, weren't like Fullerton's team. And in Fullerton, you go out, we would go out there and there'd be 100 high school lettermen come out for the team and they all could play sometimes we ran out of helmets because it was such a draw coach coach Sherbeck and his staff were the best and Bill Chambers oh god he saved a lot of things I told him one time when we had that big deal I said Bill you got trainer of the year how come I got five joint replacements he, he said I don't know if I can say this he said you can't make chicken out of chicken crap I said, well, thank you very much. So we know why he came to Fullerton College to play. Where did you go to high school at, and why did you come to Fullerton College? Well, same kind of deal. I was at California High School in Whittier, and uh, my only claim to fame at California High School Whittier was that I was on El Rancho's all-tournament, all-ponent team, and uh, I went out looking for, and I could go three places. I could go to Mount Zach. I could go to Cerritos College, or I could go to Fullerton. Well, Mount Sac never even approached me. Cerritos told me that I was going to come there and start for him my first year, and, and I said, bull <clears throat> crap to that. I wasn't going to start. I knew. And when I went to Fullerton, the coaches sat down and they said, hey, if you work really hard your sophomore year, you might get to play a lot. And uh, that fit right in with what I wanted to do because I knew that they knew my talent and I knew my ability to uh, work hard, and I knew I'd get somewhere. But I didn't think I'd get anywhere at the other two schools. So that's why I came here. And, uh, 
you know, I met and I lift weights with uh, Al Fiola, had a weightlifting class. I learned to lift weights. He taught me how to lift weights and got bigger and stronger and faster and worked hard and ended up starting and became an All-American and, you know, that all went on from there. So. It's really interesting that you bring that up about Alfiel and, and talking about, as you did, with 100 players out there. Because I've known people that have played for Fullerton College and some that weren't starters. And they would sort of wonder why they were there. And Coach Fiola would always look at them and say, look, if you stick around for two years, you may not play this year, but I'll tell you what, we'll work together. And I can guarantee that if we work together, the following year, You'll be a starter at Fullerton College. So some of the stories about your interaction with Coach Fiola. Well, he was defensive back coach, and I was always a lineman. But he's always supportive of everybody. And I remember one time talking to him when I first got there. The AFL was brand new back then. He had a chance to play with the Chargers in 60 because they were at this coliseum. And uh, what's his name? Baron Hilton, all the team. But those guys make no money. Coach probably thought I could make more money staying here and I can play in that league, you know. But uh, he was always supportive, you know. He wasn't my position coach, but, he, he, you know, you could hear him all the time, though, you know. And you got to make a decent play. And he, you're right. He brought some guys on there. One year I was thinking, who, why the hell is he bringing these guys on there? Next year they would play. I'm telling you, Coach Schubert's fair. They were fair. And then, the, then they brought Joe DeLuca in as lineman, line coach. He was the son of a gun, man. He even had a t- tough coaching staff, boy. Yeah. He didn't have a lot. No, they didn't have a lot of coaches. Some teams now, these college teams, they got 20 coaches, for Christ's sake. They had, what, four? Oren Breland was a coach there first. He was a, a le- wrestling coach before that. And he always said, I'm around, I don't want to wrestle with you. I said, no, you're not, coach. No, I'm not going to be wrestling with you because I've seen you wrestle. <laughs> Well, we're talking about Al, and, and we hear the interaction. So your experience with Coach Fiola when you met him? Well, the thing with Fiola was, let me give you an experience. I was, it was my uh, sophomore year, and Ron was gone, but we're practicing out, uh, and I'm on offense. I'm an offensive tackle. I started offensive tackle. And so we're practicing, and I look up, and Al's over in the defensive backfield of the scout team. And he's got one of the DBs by the pack pants, by the back of the pants. So I can see him. And he goes, and I know where the play's going. And he looks out and he looks and the play starts. And he goes, go there. And he throws this guy and just threw him. And he made the tackle at the line of scrimmage. That was Al. He knew where things were going. He knew what he was going to do. Also, you know, I, I interacted with him in uh, just off time and when we weren't playing football and stuff. But I, I saw him one day go out and run track. And he was showing the track guys how to run the hurdles. And he ran the hurdles, a whole set of them, the 110s, came in, walked in, walked into Bill Chambers' office and goes, I pulled both hamstrings. <laughs> Not another soul knew that. But I happened to be there. And I, went, I just started cracking up because that's the way he was. He was. And everything was great. That was his favorite word. You could hear him. It sounded like, you know, Tony the Tiger. Everything. So. He never had a bad day. You go to the gym, something's wrong. He had never had a bad day. I swear to God, he, he did what he loved to do. He did it for a long time. 
I remember he played for Orange County Rhinos way back. Yeah, he was something. He's a good man to have on your team just for morale, along his coaching ability. Yeah, he was something. Well, they talk about they talk about Al in running, and it's interesting you said that because for those of you that don't know, Al Fiola was a track star at Pasadena City College, one of the best there. And, of course, we all know what he was as a coach, but for those that didn't know, his community college life as a football player, Pasadena City College, national champion. So if you take the Fullerton College titles, add one more on top for Al Fiola, a man that was a champion from the first day he stepped on the field to the last day he stepped off. Guys, I really appreciate the interviews. Thanks for the memories, and have a great time today. Thank you. We'll be back with more interviews here on The Coaches Show on KBPK. Well, we're still here. It's getting a little noisy in the room because everybody is showing up to talk about Al Fiola, the man that they love through their entire lives. And this just says a lot about Al getting to visit with the people I visited with. Now I'm standing here with Dennis Duckinson, one of the best defensive backs at Fullerton College in the history over what do you think? Well that's what I've been told my my expert behind the camera Corey Nalen looked at me and said I'm bringing the best defensive back and I just had JC Pearson here so you know he told me you're the best that the played best. at Fullerton right. that's, that's so. a nice compliment I uh, I appreciate that I uh, I uh, I sure don't feel like I was the best I did have a lot of fun playing there at, at Fullerton and and uh, there's a lot of great guys that came out of Fullerton that's for sure but I uh, I was there in 74 75 76 I came out late because I was playing baseball all summer as well and so uh, I had the uh, the distinction of being um, on the on the backup squad and I played behind Craig Fiola Al's son so I didn't get to start my first year, but they did put me in on every special team, and I was punt returner and kickoff returner and doing all kinds of stuff. And I got plenty of playing time, but but I don't blame Al for uh, putting his son up ahead of me, but because Craig was a pretty good DB as well. But I had a ball playing there. No no regrets going to JC, and uh, Fiola was a classic. He's always been. He always will be one of the best coaches that any player could ever have and what a motivating guy too you know just live by example in the weight room and just and he was funny too you know the guy was a riot made the game a lot of fun made practice fun so I had a ball playing for Al and I wish I could have kept up with him the last part of his life he was uh, you know I know he wasn't doing well and we didn't see him around as much but sure miss him and never forget him you know, Dennis, you brought that up. You were playing behind his son. And yet, what everybody I've been told is Al Fiola was the type of coach that would walk up to somebody like you and say, Dennis, just hang on, just stick with the program, because next year you'll be out there doing things for me. He put that positive spin to all his players. Yes, he sure did. He, he, would, he was very positive, even with the guys that were just kind of never got to see the field. You know, he would encourage them and and uh you know made practice fun that's one thing that i remember you know people dreaded going to practice for the most part but but just being out there uh 
with with Al and and uh, you know the different different we break down in different sections of you know the defense and and Al would he would take us over to the other side of the field and let us take a knee and sit down and rest for a while and he go don't let don't let don't let Sherbick see you he's gonna he's going to uh, bust my chops or something but Al would give us a break when we needed it and he was a just a player's coach all the way around. I gotta ask you because I, I haven't asked anybody that played way back when. I know Corey Nalen and I would look at Coach Jesperson, especially Corey, and say, "The man's never out of shape." Al Fiola was the same way. Did you guys sort of look at your two coaches and go, "Damn, I hope I look like that when I'm their age"? I know. Yeah, you sure did. These guys kept in shape. I mean, you probably heard the stories from others, but Al was at the uh, at the at the school like four or five a.m. almost every day. I heard working out. You wouldn't catch me there. I'd work out after practice, and uh, you know I put a lot of time in the weight room too. But I, I didn't take his boxing class. I didn't take uh, too many of his track classes. But I learned enough from him on the football field to be successful, and and um, just had a great time playing for all the coaches at Fullerton. Well, I can look into your eyes and realize how much you loved the man, and I mean that's one thing when I got to interview Hal Sherbeck for. A 30 minutes at a Hall of Fame game. He told me how he loved all his boys, which you were one of them. Was it was it mutual with the coaches that you guys loved them as much as they loved you? Absolutely, yeah. These guys, you know, were great to us, and they're just, you know, they're all like uh, put them up on a pedestal because these guys were fantastic to have around and great influences in our life at that time when we were 18, 19-year-old kids. Well, Dennis, I'm going to let you get back to visit with old friends. Hey, thank you for... Thank you. And that's okay because I love the fact that I'm standing here with you and I see your eyes water, but I love the fact that you can love another man like that who did so much for your life. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. Best defensive back at Fullerton College. Welcome back to the celebration of life of Al Fiola. That's what we're doing today. And, of course, every time you have one of these ceremonies, be it for Hal Sherbeck, be it for the dedication of the football field, anything over at Fullerton College, for the many years that the game has been played there, you need to have people that will get up and do everything for a foundation to look to create scholarships you know, I talk so much, they can go over there and take a little sip off their bottle while we're talking. Ben, it's a pleasure to have you here once again. And for all the work that you do for the college and the foundation. So we look at Alfiola. What gave you the inspiration to say, you know what, we really need to celebrate this man's life? Well, one thing is, is that I had the pleasure of being coached by him. Uh, once you get to know Coach, Coach Fiola, he's... He was, he's the type of, he was the type of individual when I met him that it didn't matter if you were um, 
the guy at the end of the bench or the guy that was going to go to USC, he treated everyone the same and he he coached you the same. It, 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 he was consistent with that. Um, and all his coach Sherbeck, uh, excuse me, all his coach Fiola did was is that he he worked for everybody except him, except himself. He did things for for everyone. He made him made you better players. He made sure you got um, eligible. He made he he gave you the best uh, training as far as uh, track and boxing and and working on your abs. Everything that you ha- you you could to make you a better football player. That's what he did. But he did it did it also not only um, on the on the football field and training, but also that. Uh, he, he made just made sure you got to class, and Coach Viola is just just has an incredible story, and I, I I've had the the luxury of actually going through all of his memorabilia and finding out his life story, a lot more details that that we that we just didn't know, you know, uh, Coach uh, Coach Viola was actually. Uh, he played on the he played in the 1952 Rose Bowl and they won the Rose Bowl with Pas- when he played for Pasadena College and he they also were co-national champions. So not only did he you know he, he played for he started in in JUCO but he also played on a national championship team and he and, and he coached three national championship teams, 18 All-Americans. He coached four players that went on to win. Um, uh, Division One national championships. There's also going to be a ge- uh, couple gentlemen, but at least uh, uh, Dennis Duncanson was actually uh, a Division One All-American as well, which we, we hopefully will be able to hear him speak today as well. But uh, Coach Villa just has an uh, an incredible story, and uh, he's just an incredible man. All he did was is service everybody else. He never thought about himself. So Coach Villa is the is the man, and he just. He did that with with every single one of us. You know, it didn't matter if it was 61, it was 91, or 2001. He was a consistent, consistent contributor to, for um, for everyone to be a to be a better player, but also a better man. Yeah, and for those that don't know, I mean, Alfiola played as a professional football player. He was a Golden Glove boxer, so. It was a man of all trades that was out there, and the thing that you will hear from everybody, of course, I told my story about Alfiola that I know very well from a friend of mine. Uh, There was a side of Alfiola that people don't think coaches do, and you were just bringing it up where he was there for everybody, but Alfiola not only cared about you as an athlete, Alfiola cared about you as a person and I think when you listen to most of these people today Ben they'll tell you that personal story that they had with Alfiola that's correct and and you know I have my unique story as well is that um, I when I finished at Fullerton College it was in 1985 and I and I didn't um, I didn't play right afterwards three years later a buddy of mine who I played with talked talked me into going to Sonoma State and coach Viola talked to the coaches up at Sonoma State. I remember I've been out three years, and I was still in relatively decent shape, but not football shape. But he got the coaches to put uh, to put me into a uh, starting uh, safety position, and they, you know, all they remember from me is from you know playing defensive end, and. He did that for not just me, but countless other people, and they're they're here today. So you know, uh, but you know, Coach Viola. 
it, it, when I was on, you know, on the practice field, he would coach me. You know, I would I would jump in at defensive end, inside linebacker, uh, safety, you know, in practice, and he would coach me. And I'm and I'm playing def- and I'm on the defensive end. He would coach me playing safety. He coached me uh, uh, playing inside linebacker. Uh, you know, with all our patch rush on seven on seven. So, you know. He, you know, he just he couldn't stop coaching you, even if he, he, no matter what, even if you're just trying to help out the drill. You know, and he he just he he just gave and gave and gave and gave and gave and gave and gave. And that's all he did. He, he and he's and and you know what? One thing about Coach Viola too is that he always kept in he kept in contact with everybody. It's not you know, as soon as you played football and it was over, you know, he still kept in contact with you. You know, I have some uh, some some stuff that he kept on all of his players. You know, from uh, from Al Pasarchik to Jeff Malstead to Jim Palmer, Jeff Jeff Sanchez. If you sent him a letter, he kept it. It's all his. It's all in his uh, his memorabilia stuff. And he's just uh, his players were like his kids. You know, and he was just uh, an incredible man for everybody. We were all blessed to to know him. And to to play for him and 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 get to know him as we, we as we got older in our lives too, you know. And he just, you know, he kept uh, he kept up with our lives, you know, just like Coach Coach Sherbeck and Coach Jesperson and and everybody else and Coach Coach Sampson. You know, before I let you go, you put in a lot of time to help create scholarships and everything else. If there's somebody that didn't show up today just because they could not make it. How can they contact you and see what they could do to help the program at Fullerton College and to help the scholarship program? You can always um, get a hold of me at the uh, Hal Sherbeck uh, Facebook page. You can send a, mess- a messenger or a, um, or, um, or a comment, and, and I'll respond. Or you can uh, email me at always a FC Hornet at AOL.com. Uh, I'm always constantly reaching out to, to Hornets and making sure that uh, they get uh, in contact with their fellow, fellow uh, uh, players. That's what Coach Sherbeck wanted on his Facebook page is that, that there would be a place for after Coach Sherbeck left that his players could go and, uh, and find all of their, you know, their coaches and their, their, their former players uh, throughout their entire lives. And that's what the, the Facebook page does. So if you're looking for, you want to get a hold of me or anybody else that, uh, that you might have played with, uh, comment or send me a messenger or um, an email. Thanks, Ben, for everything you do. And thanks for the memories about Alfiola. Well, as you can tell, it's getting louder as we're here for the celebration of life when it comes to talking about Al Fiola. And, of course, once again, I got Lenny Wagner with me that played with Coach Fiola, Coach Sherbeck, everybody else during there. And, Lenny, when everybody has come up today, if I've sat down with them or everything else, the first thing I do when I mention Al Fiola is they get a smile on their face like you do right now. Where'd you go to high school at, and why did you come to Fullerton College? Uh, well, I went to Troy High School, and um, my head coach, Coach Turek, was a Hornet, and so that was kind of the place to go if you were coming from Troy at that time, and uh, so um, I didn't even consider anywhere else. I didn't even know anything else existed, and so uh, the coaches came over and recruited us, and uh, a few of us, and we went over to Fullerton and just had a wonderful experience, and um, Coach Fiola, you know, even though I didn't play defensive back, 
Coach Sherbeck was smart. He, he knew that uh, every guy on our team needed to have some impact from Coach Fiola. And so Coach Fiola was always in charge of our conditioning in the offseason, and, and he got to work with every single player at every position and be, in, you know, be a mentor to them and, and teach them life lessons and teach them the types of lessons that would help us be successful after football and in football. Um, but he, he was just an ambassador for the program and, and uh, really is um, just a, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here today and share this, this moment and this opportunity with, with everybody else that's here. It's humbling to see all these greats in the room. You know, I think the thing that's real interesting is the fact that you brought that up where people will say to me, well, I didn't play defense. And yet there's a connection with Al Fiola with all of them. Something you don't really see in the sport today. Somebody's a specialist. He talks to his guys. What else did Al Fiola bring to the game just besides being a coach? Well, he would, when we would be in the off-season off conditioning classes, he would talk to us about his life experiences, which, as we know, are vast. And uh, he's lived many lives, that guy. And, um, and so gaining some perspective through his life experiences was really beneficial to me and, and really helped solidify it. I had ideas that I thought I might want to be a coach someday, but watching how he interacted with the players and, and how he carried himself and, and how he coached and what he meant to all of us, it really kind of put it over the top, like this is really what I want to do. And so I played, paid really close attention to him um, and, and tried to absorb all the knowledge that, that he would give, um, whether it was a story about him as a, as a kid or as a boxer or as a track athlete or just a life story. Um, it, was, it was always more than football. You know, and, and um, football was like a side thing in a lot of ways. Uh, I think if you went around and asked everybody, uh, I think they learned more life lessons than X's and O's. And uh, Al Fiola was, was just a guy that was always there for us. You know, you talked about being in his conditioning classes. Corey and I used to look at Coach Fiola and Coach Jesperson and go, oh, my goodness, what was one of his classic classes like to keep you in shape? It was a lot of running, and uh, I mean, it was really, um, honestly, it was it was tough, but it was also very, very technical. Coach Fiola was um, a master in speed development, and so, you know, we take for granted how we run and where our arms are and where our legs are and where our eyes are, and, and Coach Fiola was very, very technical about this is how you run the fastest and so we need to practice these techniques and so in addition to the challenge the physical challenge um, there were really technical challenges that we were all overcoming as well and so a typical class would be a lot of technical training a lot of hard work and a lot of encouragement uh, from coach Fiola um, and a lot of guys uh, he'd say somebody's feeding the birds today that was his quote and then typically every day somebody fed the birds you know, you are a head coach at a community college. Are you there because of Alfiola? Um, I think I'm there from a combination of a lot of people. Um, you know, my coaches always filled in the gaps um, in my life in terms of helping raise me and teach me what's right and wrong. And, and I was blessed to play for so many great coaches, um, even before Fullerton, and getting to play for coaches that played at Fullerton. And so there was this lineage that by the time I got to Fullerton, Everything that they talked about, everything that they, they, it was just reinforcement of stuff I had learned from 
coaches that played for Coach Sherbeck, and um, and so it was just it was just a perfect setup and it was a perfect scenario and I would say all those coaches um, inspired me to be a coach and um, and really all I try to do as a head coach is to copy what we did at Fullerton as best I can. Well thanks coach Wagner for taking a few minutes with us and talking about Alfiola. Well we're still here celebrating the life of Alfiola and the memories of Alfiola is why we're here today from Fullerton College. And of course the room is packed so that shows you the love that these players had for Alfiola. And of course when we talk about Alfiola we talk of defensive backs and when we talk of defensive backs at Fullerton College the man next to me everybody should know is J.C. Pearson when he's standing next to me in the record books. Played for the Kansas City Chiefs that played the other night, so I'm sure you were watching that game on another channel. Absolutely. JC, this is all about Al, and, and I've heard already, even off camera, so many different stories. And like I look at everybody and I said, okay, I know you went to Fullerton in 81 and 82, but first of all, why Fullerton College? You know, uh, my freshman year, I went to Cal Poly Pomona, and uh, was transferring out of there, played there. Uh, my roommate there was from La Mirada, and he was transferring as well. He said, hey, I was going to go to Long Beach State. Had never even heard of Fullerton before. Said, I'm going to go to Fullerton. Why don't you just come with me and check it out? So I said, why not? You know, so I came in, and we, we met with, with uh, Coach Sherbeck, uh, Coach Jesperson, Coach Fiola, and, and I mean... I knew right then that that's where I wanted to play. Now, you know, coming in, I only I was going to only have one season, and uh, you know, they didn't promise anything. I mean, they had had didn't know me from a can of paint. You know, they were like, "We've got guys coming back, you know, but we'll give you a fair shot." And I said, "Hey, you know, all I can ask for is, is a fair opportunity." And uh, came to Fullerton. First of all, I saw on the wall all the guys that they had had moved on to. Um, scholarships the four years after Fullerton so came and uh, man best thing I've ever done I mean just the staff coach Fiola just the energy that he had you know and just the, the confidence coming in um, not knowing anybody not really sure of your abilities the the confidence that he instilled in me um, lasted and carried me over to the NFL and beyond but uh if I had not made that move to come to Fullerton, who knows where I'd be right now, but that was the best move ever. And as you can see with all the guys in here, just if you can leave this kind of legacy and impact these kind, this amount of guys, then you know you've done something right, right? If, if we all could just have this kind of legacy when we pass, you know, that's all you can ask for. But uh, his legacy as well as... Uh, Coach Sherbeck, Coach Jesperson, and all of the guys at Fullerton will, you know, last forever. And then that's why we're all here. I actually just flew in this morning from Kansas City just to be here. And uh, there was no way that I wasn't going to miss, that I wasn't going to be here. You know, I, I, I know we sort of make this all about football, which because, I mean, that's the brotherhood in this room. You all played at Fullerton College. But when you talk about Coach Fiola, because you brought up a point, he gave everybody a chance. There's something beyond football that 
Coach Viola did for all these gentlemen in the room or they wouldn't be here. Was there a special moment that he did something for you that will always stick in your mind? You know, for me it was just uh, just the, the way that he talked to not only myself but to everyone. But it was the first time I had ever really experienced someone that, that truly cared about you. And, and wanted to help you and was so positive and just so energetic. And, you know, I remember looking, I, I was like, man, I, I wish, I, or I hope one day that I'll have as much energy as Coach Fiola does. You know, he would, he'd he be there way before we were there in the mornings, would tell us about, you know, y'all, I'm running 400s today. And I'm like, man, you know, and he boxed and was a gold glove winner. And, you know, I think he was like a, a – a senior um, track uh, world record holder and, you know, all those things. But when it came to football, you know, it was always so positive. You know, and I was thinking when, when you know, I was coming here, um, because I'm going to say a few words about him, I, I cannot remember him um, or really any of the coaches saying anything negative, which is, that's, it's rare. Um, because I had coaches prior to here as well as a lot of coaches after I left here and none of them treated players like the guys at, at Fullerton College, and in particular Al. And uh, so that, that's kind of what I remember and what lasts. And what made me feel good is, you know, I, you know, sometimes men are kind of hesitant to, you know, kind of tell each other how they feel about them. But Coach Sherbeck, Coach Jesperson, and Coach Viola, um, I can I feel good that you know they knew how I felt about them because we talked uh, many times. Uh, after I left here and, and beyond the NFL and all that about how much they meant to me and how I was able to succeed because of them. And uh, so I'm glad I was able to do that, and, and he knew how I felt about him and how he impacted my life. Well, we know how J.C. felt about him because, like we said, he climbed on a plane yesterday from Kansas City, fought the weather to make sure that he got here so that everybody knew that that man, Al Fiola, and Coach Hal Sherbeck, and Coach Jesperson, what they did for him and his life. JC, thanks for taking a few minutes with us, and thank you for talking about Coach Fiola. Anytime. Like I said, I owe everything. My whole career, my whole everything uh, really took off here at Bulletin, so I'm indebted to, to all those guys and do anything for them. We'll have a little more about Al Fiola as J.C. gets back to visit some old classmates here on the Coaches Show. Well, it keeps getting louder every time I talk to you. I keep saying, hey, you know what? It's getting noisy in here. And that's because the spirit of Al Fiola is just floating around the room right now, Jeff. I mean, everybody's here to celebrate Al's life. Dennis Duncanson came on the air. We talked, and I saw him tear up a little. You had the pleasure of being around 85-86 over at Fullerton with Coach Fiola. What brought you to Fullerton College? Well, I got kicked off the team at Cerritos. That started it. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me to come to Fullerton. Um, Coach Fiola was an amazing, amazing individual who uh, life's lessons outside of football were just as important to young men growing up and as I've aged, I've realized that. And he, uh, what an influence he was on so many and gave me a lot of purpose and direction and, you know, created an All-American who got a full scholarship to Arizona State and walked away with a free education. So 
I, I owe that man a, a immense gratitude for what he's done for me and so many others. You know, the one thing I hear about Al, too, is that Al never judged anybody. Al was open to everybody. Now, that's what I've been told by everybody else in the room. So I've got you on here right now. I see a little grin on your face. Was there that judgment part of Al Fiola? He, he had an amazing sense of humor. He did treat everybody equal. He had one thing he required from you, commitment. His motivating styles, I would like to touch on and share. He was a very interesting man. Well, when we were playing ball, we were playing against uh, South Pasadena, and they had a wide receiver who went on and had an illustrious NFL career. His name was Anthony Miller, Hall of Famer. Well, we're walking out on the field, and he calls all the DBs over right before we step on the field, and he looks us all in the eye and goes, that Anthony Miller is going to be behind you all night long. It's going to be a long night for you guys. And we're like, thanks, coach. Let's, let's go do this. <laughs> and was he? No, we, we, we won, and, he, and I know he knew that. But that was his way of lighting a fire, and uh, he, he certainly did. You know, when you think about Coach Phil and everything else, do you, are there times that you may like look at the wall and say, Coach, I wish you were here so I could ask you. Does that ever hit you now when you think about Coach Viola still looking for wisdom from him? You know, I stayed in contact with him um, through him and his family up until the end. And I always reached out, and he was always willing to talk. He was certainly a mentor of many sorts. And I draw on those things, and I went into coaching and coached high school for 21 years. And I would think about Coach Viola and how I dealt with things on a daily basis. So he's always with me and always in my heart. And he's a man that I love beyond words, and I'm uh, thankful for the time that we had. Jeff, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes out to talk to us about a man that did so much for you. Wish you the best. And you know what? Hopefully there's another Alfiola in a coaching staff for some young man. Absolutely. And Coach's words? Once a hornet, always a hornet. Great. Well, before we say goodbye to this celebration of life, I've got a gentleman next to me that I've known forever, one of my good friends, Bob Jensen or Robert Jensen, depending on how you say it. I call him Bob. Everybody else calls him Robert. But, you know, Bob, you're here today like you are with theater arts and sports because you put them together because of people like Hal Sherbeck and Al Fiola. What is this day all about? This is a day of celebration, the celebration of a life, the celebration of the influence of a legendary coach who touched so many lives, his players, his students, his colleagues, who had a, an attitude about life that was contagious and best summed up in a single word, which was great a Tony the Tiger kind of embracing of life. And we want to tell his story. We want to keep telling his story. And by today, we just created a scholarship in his name. If we can raise $50,000, we hope to be able to name the locker room in the field house after him with a bronze plaque outside. So anyone who walks by, anyone who walks through those doors every day of practice, every day of an event, will be saying, Al Fiola matters to us. So today is a celebration of his life but this is also about how we encourage and inspire the students of tomorrow to say, 
here's a man who can teach you something by his example. Before I let you go, if there's people that didn't get here today or athletes that have come in the later years that would like to be involved with the things you do for the athletic department, how do they get involved? Well, you can communicate with me. I'm Bob Jensen, and I'm R-J-E-N-S-E-N at fullcall.edu. But you can also go to hornetscholars.com, click on Coach Fiola's picture. It'll take you to a bio and a link to donate online. But we want to help you. We want to help you make that donation part of the legacy here. And uh, thanks for thanks for coming today, for putting these interviews together, and God bless all of you. Thanks, Bob. It's been a great time. We've enjoyed every minute. Thanks for inviting us. Guys, I tell you what, we have heard, and ladies and everyone, so many kind words about Alfiola that I think Corey Nail and I could stay here for 24 hours to 150 interviews. And, Corey, we would probably hear so many different stories and how Al touched so many different lives. This has been a wonderful day for Corey Nealon and I at the Celebration of Life for Al Fiola on the Coaches Show at KBPK.